FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction Podcast. 2022 Supercross schedule has dropped. And uh, Triumph makes a big announcement. So we're going to touch on both of those things uh, on this podcast, just a, a quick reaction podcast. Thank you to Renthal. Hey, Cooper Webb switched to the new Fat Bar 36. I don't know if you people knew that or not, but he just did. Roxon used it on and off. Uh, Eli Tomac, Adam Cincirillo, Webb, Muskan, Roxon, Sexton. Yeah, man, lots of guys use Renthal. The undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 1969. Renthal has become notorious. For relentless obsession and detail and quality through their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. Grips, chains, sprockets, bars, mountain bike stems, mountain bike bars. Uh, Renthal.com to learn more from those guys. Thanks to the hard work and dedication and detail, the Renthal factory has been helping, helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since the beginning, way back in 1969. Uh, to talk more about this Renthal Reaction podcast, the 2022 Supercross schedule drop, as well as the Triumph thing, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How's things at Renthal? Oh wait! I don't know how things are at Renthal. Okay, uh, I would assume so. They have great products, so I'm sure they're doing really well. And uh, well, you certainly used Renthal over your racing career. I th- you've probably used everything yeah. at some point or another. <laughs> I did. I was always a big Renthal fan, though. I think uh, you know, for me, you know, the back page, their ads always resonated with me. Yeah, and just like the last thing, you know, you flip through the magazine, and you and I are the same generation where the a magazine every month was like the best day of the month, right? When it yeah. showed up. Yep. And then you just you finish it, and then there's that Renthal ad on the back, which is a pretty iconic uh, and, deal. And when I was a mechanic, to get my rider's number plate on the back page, remember you know, the individual yeah. number plates? Uh, yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. That's my that's my number plate. That's my uh, front brake line routing, et cetera, et cetera. So I actually had one of those. You were you were in it, one. yeah. I did, yeah. That was a, that was a pretty big moment for me. Uh, what team? I think. Uh, maybe Husky. I think it was Husky. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. it would have been Husky, I think. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into this, man. A little quick reaction. Thanks for the time today. Renthal.com to learn more from those guys. But RacerXOnline.com to learn more about the 2022 Supercross schedule. Uh, we're back to normal, 100% capacity. Tickets are sold. That's right off the bat. We've known that for a little bit. That's a good thing um, uh, for the Supercross series and for the sport in general. Uh, the Supercross schedule dropped today, and three Anaheims. We're starting, of course, in traditional Anaheim. Minneapolis is back. We're going to Foxborough as opposed to New York. So, And no Vegas. We're ending at Salt Lake City, which was something new for last year. Kind of not really any big surprises, JT, with the, with the, uh, with the drop of the schedule. I love it. Uh, I wish we were going to Nashville. That's really the only thing I look at and mm-hmm. I wish for more. But, but we do know that you know, they're, they're planning on rotating, uh, you know, Gillette stadium, which will be out in Foxborough and New York. And they're also going to rotate St. Louis and Nashville. That sounds like it's going to be the plan. Uh, so it looks like this coming year would be St. Louis. And then the following year would be Nashville. This coming year would be, uh, Foxborough. And then the following year would be MetLife. So with, with that in mind, I'm okay. I was just really looking forward to getting back to Nashville next year. Yeah. We're going to St. Louis. So Anton's happy for that uh but yeah you know they'll, they'll rotate these things we're at the motor speedway in atlanta not the mercedes-benz dome which we knew last week or whatever so that's maybe somewhat of a surprise for people uh you know generally atlanta's in that mercedes-benz or the georgia dome forever but i think that speedway thing really worked yeah and i think it's i think it's just economics when it really comes down to it um i think they get a very 
welcome or I guess warm welcome from the Speedway to have the event there Mm -hmm. where the dome, I I, I think the dome kind of feels it's a nuisance and they charge them a pretty hefty fee to be there. Uh, So, yeah, when we've seen them lean this way, you know, that's why we're in Salt Lake City. When when a city wants you and a venue wants you, you can tell that Feld really appreciates that and they take their events there. I hate it. I hate it. The fact that Vegas isn't there. Well, I mean, look, the Vegas is a different thing this year, so people should stop freaking out. Like, Sam Boyd is due for destruction at some point. I don't know if it'll still be here, you know, when the race was supposed to be here. But And the, the Vegas Raiders, the new stadium, the Legion Stadium here in Vegas, right now they don't want uh, any monster trucks or anybody in there. Uh, that'll change yeah. at some point, but I really don't like ending the, sit- the series in Salt Lake City. Yeah, it's, it's not my favorite either. I mean, Vegas to me is the natural – home for the end of supercross it just everything about that feels right um but I, i'll be honest this schedule dropping the way it looks the cities we're going to the normalcy that it feels like i seriously this is the best day for me in a while um, and, and jesus I, wow I'm not, yeah I, i'm really i'm really excited it really did put me in a good mood to see that schedule come out today um wow i, I, I mean I, i'm surprised but that, that's good to hear one week off traditional easter weekend um i thought you know, talking to some people at MX Sports slash RacerX Online, I thought with the schedule, the outdoor schedule being pushed this year, closer to Disney Nations, I maybe thought we'd see a Tuesday round. I thought maybe we'd see another week off in there. There's a little bit more cooperation between the two now. Uh, are you surprised at all to see no Tuesday race, no extra week off, anything like that? Because now it looks like we're, you know, we'll do traditional schedule. I'll tell you what it was for me. I thought that if they were going to face any sort of crowd restrictions, that they would they would go with the Tuesday schedule. But I think once they got the green light and they felt confident that we were going to go back to a normal schedule selling, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 tickets, I think that they went to Saturdays because that's the most financially prudent method. You know, if they, if they can get full stadiums on Saturdays, that's yeah. what they want. That That's the schedule they want. That's the series they want. So, I think that's really what it hinged on. Could they get capacity? Could they get the states and the cities and the stadiums to sign off on selling, you know, sold out stadiums? And once they got that, then I think it was a no brainer. Yeah, they uh, for as much they they are getting money from NBC to televise Supercross and they are adapting to Supercross to TV schedules. But at the end of the day, Feld Motorsports is a gate driven uh, company there. That's where they that's where they make their money. Right. And Saturday night is when people go out. So. Yeah, and I, I think they want to stay true to that, you know. I, and I would, I would bet that they have a tough time drawing live audiences on Tuesday nights. Uh, there are just so mm-hmm. many people that work, and there's sitcoms on, and there's all these things going on during the week. You would think, you know, you would think that it would be a huge draw in the middle of the week like that. But I, I bet it's tough. I bet they face well, a lot of challenges that we don't know anything about. We didn't really get a taste of that this year because of COVID reasons. They were sparse. Some of those races were bad, but again, COVID, so we don't really know. Uh, I'd certainly like to see it tried, for sure. Um, we don't have word on Triple Crown yet. Um, we think it's back. We've been told it was going to come back, so we don't have any word on format, Triple Crown, at some which races or whatever, uh, but we'll we'll certainly get to that. Minneapolis in uh, in February, JT, bring, uh, bring the jacket. It's going to be a cold one, but you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the thing about it is, is for them, it's, it's a great time. You know, these people in Minneapolis and, you know, for you being in Winnipeg, right, growing up your whole life, it's the same dynamic. People in Iowa, people anywhere that would drive to Minneapolis, they've been cooped up in their house and inside for months upon months by the time February arrives. 
this event gives them a chance to do something, right? You get to go to an event that's inside, it's your favorite sport, and you get to enjoy Supercross. So we look at it and you're like, oh man, like February in Minneapolis, that's rough. But for them, it's a godsend. Yeah. It's like the perfect time and there's nothing else to do because it's going to be five degrees outside. Has Minneapolis, either this place or the uh, the Dole Dome, has they, have they ever not come out and cheered their balls off at a Supercross race, ever? Yeah, it's it is a great home for Supercross. Yes, yeah. I mean, we look. We, we, you think back to the races of McGrath at the Metrodome and all the you know yeah. like sixty thousand people. It is you know one of the natural homes for Supercross, and the fans come out. I mean, I, I think it's uh, any year that it's not on the schedule. I think it's kind of a disservice to the series. Seattle in March. Oh boy. Oh boy. Just can we build the track to 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 you know prepare for rain? Can we do the, Can we do that in March? Late March. So. Um, you know, it's a great I mean, city. I think, yeah. I, I think they, they offer dirt that will absorb some of it, you know, because if they put Anaheim's dirt in Seattle, we would be in for a disaster. Uh, but, you know, Seattle gets a, it gets a great crowd. There are a ton of off-road and motorcycle enthusiasts in the Pacific Northwest. So oh, yeah. I do think we should go to Seattle. I hate the mud. I, every time we went to Seattle and raced in the mud, I was just dreading it. I usually did pretty well, but I dreaded it. But having said that, I'm fine with it. I, I think it's okay to have some, yeah. some variance in the series and have weather be a factor here and there. It's okay. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, I just uh, I wish they would uh, build the track a little bit different for that. And you know what? I would just put a roof over it. Well, yeah, we could do that too, right? <laughs> uh, the late Bruce uh, Bruce Allen? Yeah, who owned the Seahawks? Uh, the Microsoft guy. Bruce Allen? Am I getting that mixed uh, up? Paul Allen. Paul Allen. Uh, he said he didn't care about a roof because uh, uh, the, this, the football games didn't have a lot of rain. That's what I was told. Well, and they, and they want. So. I think some a lot of those times they want home field advantage with yeah. that stuff too. Um, so uh, yeah, looking forward to Seattle. I gotta say, out of maybe all the stops of the year, I take the most photos with fans. I get stopped the most in the pits at Seattle. Man, the fans love it. You know, they're they're hardcore moto people, which is what you said. They they absolutely are. So it's good that we're going there. Uh, I just hope they build the track a little bit different. Um, Ah, right off the bat, second week in a row, you'll get everything out of the way early, JT. We're going to Oakland. Uh, you'll get all your, your your jokes and your cracks aside early in January, uh, and you'll be done for the year. So, uh, hey, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm so happy to be going again. I'm going to go easy. I'm going to really <laughs> take it easy on Oakland this year because I'm so excited. Like, I don't think I've ever been so excited to have all my stuff nearly stolen. <laughs> Jesus. It's fine. It's it's the home of the Raiders and commitment to excellence. It's and, not anymore. Ah, yeah, that's a good point. It was the home of the Raiders. Uh, three Anaheims. Now, generally uh, speaking, the third Anaheim is not drawn well. Obviously, they get a break on the stadium with the Monster Jam and everything else, so I don't know if they really need to pack it in. But we haven't had three for a while. I'm guessing that they're thinking, JT, uh, a year out, we'll, uh, we'll have some appetite for, for people to come out and see Supercross. Yeah, I'm sure though, you know, if, if we continue on, it'll wane. Yeah. You know, that the third one was always a struggle. But, you know, we know how this goes. They rent the stadium for a couple months, they they ram those events in there and they don't necessarily need the amount of people that you normally would, like mm -hmm. you said. So I think pent up demand will be a huge factor. And a lot of these events I think will have a chance to break records on attendance. I really, really do. Yeah, I think uh I think concerts, yeah, I think all of that stuff, you know, concerts. Supercrosses, uh, live events will be insane. Yeah. I mean, you can hear you can hear how excited I am, right? And I go to all these races. Yeah. So imagine if this is your only chance. You go to right. one race a year. 
and you haven't been able to go for a couple of years, yep. you're going to be, you know, yep. you're going to be waiting. You're only going to be able to sleep the night before. Yeah, I think the I think the third Anaheim will be fine this year. I really do. Uh, just because, yeah, for all the reasons. I'm glad we're going to the regular stops. Detroit maybe was a bit of a surprise. We've kind of gone on and off for Detroit. Over the years, yep. uh, Ford Field, really good stadium. Uh, it draws well, too, but pits aren't very good, you know, and you guys, as the fly racing guys, uh, activation and are things that you think of and you look at. All, yeah, yeah, it's all non-existent. Right. There are no pits. There is no activation. There is no nothing. But I think it I think it falls into that same category where it's just spring is just kind of showing up. It's still cold out, so mm-hmm. it gives these people something to do. You know, and, and it draws from Illinois, it draws from Indiana, Michigan, all over the place. Um. I've been told, JT, I don't know if you, how much you know about this. I've been told that, uh, that there will be a futures of some sort uh, for this year. That, yeah, um, It might be a little different than what they're used to, but uh, there will be some sort of future races at some of these races. So, um, um, But, uh, you know, going forward from here. So look forward, look forward for that, people, as well. Um, and driving-wise, JT, it looks okay. I mean, there's some long hauls in there. Uh, the... Um, it was the uh, Anaheim 3 to Minneapolis isn't going to be fun. Um, but everything kind of works. Daytona, Detroit, not great. But, that, you know. But I, I really looked at that. Now that you mentioned, I looked at it earlier. And it makes sense. Like that whole first West Coast swing, I think they do a really good job of. You know, we go Anaheim, Oakland, Anaheim, Glendale, Anaheim, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a really nice swing. I mean, at max, you're like six hours from mm-hmm. Southern California. Uh, so that's, that's great for everybody. Really keep costs down there. You kind of make the East Coast swing, and we don't see that huge shift. Like, it doesn't go, uh, like, Seattle, Foxborough, Salt Lake. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that, yeah. those are the killers. Yeah. That's where really people just get killed on expenses, and, and the drivers get burned out, and you have yeah. to get second drivers and all this crazy stuff. So I thought they did a pretty good job of laying it out. There are always going to be challenges, you know? But to me, Daytona to Detroit, that's not a challenge. Like, that's just a part of America. Like, you're, you know, a 15-hour yeah. drive is so what? Like, yep. that's just going to be a part of a series yep. that spans, you know, 30,000 miles. Or We've certainly seen worse. We've seen worse travel patterns. Absolutely. You yeah. know, I, than I mean, this to one. me, I grew up right near Daytona. So, driving to Detroit, yeah, it was just a, it was a normal East Coast race. Like you and Frank just not talking, just driving the whole way. 15, 16 hours of silence, buddy. Yep, yep. That's, that's how JT traveled back in the day. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 2022 Supercar schedule is out now. And, uh, yeah, good – good. Uh, not really any surprises, hey, nothing that took me by, by shock. You know? And I, I just wanted to mention, you know, I was in Boston all week last week. And to a man, every single dealer I went to over the course of a week – because you're probably talking, I don't know, 20, 30 dealers. Every single one asked me if I thought we were going to have Supercross in Foxborough next year every single one so (laughs) that just lends to that conversation we were having about the demand like people are are really anxious to get back out there and see some racing yeah i like the foxborough uh new york uh, you know every other year i like that i I think that that's cool those are both really cool cities and uh neat little deal to to do that so um yeah one week off uh you know i didn't get all my wishes but it's uh it's as close as we're gonna get i think just to a normal schedule and stoked to have you know again 100 percent capacity tickets on sale uh what are tickets on sale coming up um, soon? I was very surprised to not see another Florida event besides Daytona. Yeah, they just they don't work, right? But Tampa know, is home I, to Feld. Yeah, I, I, know, I still yeah. was surprised. We had two Orlandos last year. We've been in Tampa a lot. I, I just thought we were getting at least one. Yeah. I thought that was a, a shoe-in that we'd be in Orlando for at least one, and we got nothing. That'll be the next uh, story I write. Florida Supercross is in the history of them because outside of Daytona, man, uh, they're not necessarily working. And the cool venues, like Tampa's a cool stadium. 
Um, yeah, you know, and Jacksonville was a really nice stadium, but yeah, just mm-hmm. they don't seem to go. But Minneapolis would be great. Indianapolis, St. Louis, like that's the heart of Supercross, man, right there. Those people will be jammed uh, into the into the rafters, up to the rafters. So, and I like going back to the Speedway. I was a fan of that mode, the the Atlanta track. Um, I didn't like the security and all that at the Mercedes Dome. That was over the top uh, yeah. in my mind. And I'm really stoked to see a different track, you know, like a, a more of a speedway style track. So, yeah, I would I would take the dome um, over over the speedway, but that's okay. Right, I can't have it perfect. It's fine. I didn't I didn't hate the speedway. I thought the track was really cool, but I just like the uh, I like the atmosphere of the Atlanta vibe. The vibe. Mercedes-Benz the vibe. I was going to use that, but I'll try to be a little bit more selective with my usage. Okay. Uh, Rental.com uh, for more information on bars. Uh, again, Fat Bar 36, Twin Wall Bar, Seven Eights Bar. Uh, they've got it all, man. Uh, crossbars, non-crossbars, oversized bar, old, old school 7.8s. They have something really cool coming for you 7.8s bar people too, coming soon. So stay tuned for that. Renthal.com, a fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. JT, uh, Triumph PR dropped. I actually had to sign an NDA. I couldn't say anything for a couple of days. Uh, do, do you know how bad I wanted to say something, but they actually made me sign something? Um, I was told I didn't have to sign anything. I was told, uh, but it was an unofficial, you know, like from someone unofficially. But I, yeah, I know better than open my mouth. Yeah, I don't. I, I but when I sign <laughs> something, I'm just like, ah, oh, I guess well, I really. I, I didn't. I didn't care about Triumph. I just didn't want to burn the person that told me. Right, right. So Triumph's coming in. Uh, the press release dropped. They are coming in with a motorcycle, uh, an enduro bike, and a motocross bike. And uh, yeah, man, big news from the folks at Triumph. Ricky Carmichael's involved in this. And they want to have a motocross team. They want to go racing motocross. And Triumph's an American company. Um, we've seen this before with guys like Cannondale, uh, ATK, way back in the day and stuff. Um, we have very little information. But to me, JT, awesome, cool. Uh, can't wait. Uh, good job, guys. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to start doing cartwheels here, but uh, this, is, this is good news. It is. Uh, I'm, I welcome any established brand that wants to enter the off-road arena. Having said that, it's it's not going to be easy. Uh, you know, if, if they think that they have this thing figured out, um, there's a trail of tears of other brands that have tried this. So, um, yeah, I, I'm all for it. I think that, you know, they have enlisted the help of some people that know what they're doing. Um, but I, I think they just need to understand the fact that it's going to take time. That these, these motorcycles that these brands are offering are really advanced and they're They've come a long way. I mean, look at Suzuki, right? Suzuki's been in this game for decades upon decades, and they're really having a hard time keeping up Mm technology-wise, innovation-wise. And for a a brand like Triumph to just jump in the game, I I think it's going to be challenging at first. Yeah, I mean, the press release came out. It would be nice to see if they had some sort of mock-ups or something of their bikes. but uh, Or at least some information, like sizing. Right, well, one thing, they'll they'll definitely, if Ricky's on it, he's going to break some stuff, so you'll find out. What breaks on your bike? You know, like with Ricky yeah, riding it. <laughs> so I think you're going to get people. You know, it's an it's a really established brand. I mean, Triumph is has a, a great legacy and history. Uh, British company. You know, there's a lot to like about it. I just I'm very curious to know about the R and D behind it um, because you know the everything they've ever built doesn't really translate to a modern motocross bike. So um, I just seen this before, right? The Buell project and yeah. Canada, there's just so many brands that have tried this and it hasn't gone very well. I, I said they were American company. I know that isn't, isn't, didn't they just buy the triumph name or is this still a British owned company? Oh, I don't know. I just know oh. triumph is, is British. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
Maybe maybe it is. Maybe I, maybe I'm mistaken then, and it's still an English company. My bad if, if so. Um, yeah, they've been involved with uh, Jeff Stanton and his uh, little dual sport adventures, and Ricky's been on them for about a year, dual sporting stuff. So yeah, I mean. Look, I think we'll see Beta before we see Triumph. Beta's coming. Uh, you know, Van Horbeek's over racing MXGPs, and uh, apparently, uh, from what I hear, he likes it uh, better than his Honda, uh, except for the power. Chassis's better than his Honda. So, um, you know, I think Beta will be here soon, and then we'll see uh, Triumph down the road. But, um, you know, any, either way, it's cool cool to see. But I'm with you. Like, buckle up, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just hope that they are willing to put up with some adversity. Uh, it's just going to be challenging. I think they're going to see immediate demand. You know, the I think the the vet crowd, the um, I guess more established, well off customer. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of draw there. Uh, I just hope that they don't get frustrated with you know reliability challenges and performance challenges against you know yeah. knowing what they're up against. Like the the bikes now are just so damn good that they have to compete against. The PR says uh, the announcement of timetable for the launch and reveal of the motorcycles as well as the racing program will follow in the coming months. So can't wait. Yeah. How I many what their plans are. Like, are they going to go racing? Like, yeah, they're going motocross racing. I know, but I, I just, I wish there was, there was oh, more yeah. revealed. How many agents do you think, have, how many agents do you think have called them? Do you think Merch has already called them? Yeah. Merch <laughs> is probably there. Merch <laughs> is probably in their office. <laughs> I'm surprised Merce wasn't in the picture with Ricky. Yeah, exactly right. I've already placed two riders here, mate, for 2023. Lucas Myrtle, yeah. right alongside Ricky Carmichael and Ivan Cervantes. Cervantes, yeah, the Enduro guy. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, it's cool, man. Yep, good luck to these guys. Uh, the Cannondale was a complete disaster. Uh, but, yeah, you know, hey. Uh, you're like, do, you remember, do you remember Jeff Gibson? Riding out for practice at Millville and blowing it up on the little, uh, this, you know, that you at Millville used to go down the little trail next to the start. Yeah. You go on the starting line. Yeah. He blew it up on that little trail. In first practice. <laughs> I don't remember that one, but I remember KJ yeah. not making it. I don't think he made it at high point 200 yards every moto, each moto. I think well, he, it blew up right only- away. I was laughing at, at Gibson, but the only I couldn't laugh for very long because then I looked down and I realized I was on my husky. Yeah, so yeah. There wasn't a lot to laugh about. Right. Yeah, it's a lot of work, like you said. It's uh, filled with a trail of tears of people who tried to compete against the Austrian and the Japanese brands. But man, it's cool to see it. Uh, can't wait. Stay tuned, everybody, as we uh, as we go forward here and see what Triumph uh, can do. Um, Triumph, the insult dog, as well. Maybe is it on their jerseys? I don't think so. Okay. But I'm. I'm Nothing would surprise me after this week. I, I, if you told me a month ago that Triumph was going to come out with a motocross bike and go motocross racing, I would have laughed at you yeah. endlessly. So, yeah. hey, uh, we go from here. Well, check it out on uh, RaceRex Online. Anything else on Triumph or the Supercross schedule, JT? Uh, no, do we know if they're racing, like, 2022? Like, will they coincide no, with schedule and Triumph? I don't think we know that, no. Okay. Nope. No. Do you think there's a chance that I could re uh, re invigorate my career as a factory triumph rider no i think it's over um you're, you're too far you gone now they do you think that they would be okay with me riding two or three times a year to be on oh army? uh well yeah i think you could be triumph army and then i think you wouldn't get harassed by the members of triumph army like you are by Kiefer. um okay. you know who is at triumph though is uh gina uh i don't know how to say her last name but uh she Ambrosio. Would, 
Thank you. She worked at Alpine yep. Stars for a long time. She helped out at Toyota uh, Activation for a long time. Great girl, uh, great woman. Uh, Gina is. I did and- not know that. She is there, and uh, she's awesome. Okay. So really cool to have she's her been around. Helping out, uh, she's been helping out Thunder Valley for a couple yep. years now. Yep, so. absolutely. Cool. So Gina's there, and um, uh, so that's cool. She's the PR marketing person over there, and, uh, yeah, good things are happening for Triumph. And good things are happening for you Supercross fans because, yeah, tickets are coming on sale real soon, and uh, the 2022 series is out. Schedule is out. So uh, awesome. Thanks you to uh, Renthal, renthal.com. Again, please check them out. Hashtag we build championships. Hashtag grab life by the bars. Renthal.com. JT, thanks for the time, man. Okay, guys. See ya.